The last thing we're discussing was if someone gave wool to the dyer, if he left it on for too long and it burnt, the dyer is responsible to pay. If he colored it with a low level or a low quality dye, then we look at how much money was spent, how much money was enhanced, and he gets the lower of the two. And with that, we're going to start Kof Aleph Amud Aleph, first line in by the two dots, where it says Tanura Banan. Someone gave wood to a carpenter, make a chair, and he makes a bench. Or he told him make a bench and he made a chair. According to Rabbi Meir, he says you have to pay for the wood. Once you change from what you were supposed to do, that's considered a gazel, and therefore you, uh, you have to pay for your theft by the wood that he gave you. Says if the enhancement is more than the the cost, then he gives him the cost. The owner of the wood gives the carpenter the cost. And if the cost is more than the enhancement, then he gives him the enhancement. Meaning he always gives him the lower one. Umodir Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir agrees to Rabbi Uda. Im Natan Aitzim leCharash laAsot Mehen Kise Nae BeAsa Mehen Kise Kaur. Rabbi Meir agrees. If he gave him wood to make a nice chair and he made an ugly chair, Ima Shevach Yatel Aitziad Demei Noteno Demei Aitziad Vimaitziad Yatel Shevach Noteno Demei Shevach. Then you give him the lower of the two. If the enhancement is more than the cost, you give him the cost. If the cost is more than the enhancement, then you give him the enhancement. So now, in the yeshiva, they had a question. Is there enhancement of the dye on the wool or not? Meaning, when someone looks at a shirt, he see there's a shirt has a color on it, a blue, green, yellow, whatever it is. Whatever color that has been absorbed into the shirt, is that something tangible where we can put a number on the enhancement or not? And the Gemara asks, what are we talking about? If someone stole spices, crushed them up, mixed them with water, soaked them, and then colored with them, and the question is, is the color on the wool, is that something tangible and you have to pay for it or not? Meaning it's not tangible, therefore you didn't really steal anything. You stole nothing. It's just a color. It's just nothing. Another way to explain this uh, this question over here is in the name of Rabbeinu Yonatan. He said that just the sight of it looks better. and That's an enhancement. That makes it cost more. Is sight something tangible or not? It's another way to look at this. Yeah, very, can I look at that? Mahalok at the Neshita Mekubetzet. But the Gemara has a question. If the whole thing is the person stole spices and cooked it and did whatever with it, then you could always say there was a change over here. He acquired the spices with the, with the change, with the Shinui. And therefore, the question doesn't even start. So the Gemara explains, Latsaricha. Now, what are we talking about? The Gazal Samanin Shiruyin. Someone stole spices that were already soaked. Vesababe, and he dyed wool with it. My, what's Alacha? Yeshevach Samanin Algabet Semer. Do we say that there is enhancement of the spices on the wool? The Amar because the owner of the spices is going to tell the thief, Havli Samana de Shekaltinu, give me back the color that you stole. 
Odilma, or maybe or maybe there's no enhancement of the of the spices on the wool. He doesn't have to pay. Because the thief could tell him, listen, you don't have anything on me, meaning I didn't take anything tangible. So the Gemara has a question. Let's say there's no enhancement of the spices on the wall. Could the thief really say, you don't have anything by me? Could he really use that excuse that uh, I didn't take anything? Meaning, the, the owner of the spices could say, hey, give me back my, um, my spices. You weakened it. You ruined it. When you put the, the wool inside there, you you uh, you weakened it. It's not as strong. Think of a, like a tea bag, for example. Once it's been used for another cup, it's not as, str- as strong the second time around. Ela, you have to explain the question as follows. Ela lehach kisa. You have to explain it the opposite. Do we say en samanin al Do we say that there's no enhancement of the spices on the wool and he has to pay him for the weakening of the spices? Or do we say there is an enhancement of spices on the wool? And he could tell him and the thief could say, listen. They're on the wool. Go take your spices from the wool. Meaning they're right there. Take it. This uh, shirt that was uh, colored green. Take the green away from the shirt. So the Gemara asks, Shaklino, what do you mean take out the color from the shirt? How could you take it out? Meaning with soap. Okay, fine. The soap, let's say I put some sort of chemical. I can get the color out of the shirt, but I can't uh, bring it back. I can't get the spices and uh, and then all the color and that same strength and everything and give it back to the owner. Rather, again, here's the third way of trying to figure out what the question is. Someone sold the wool and the dye of someone. And he colored that wool with that spice or the the uh, color. He gives him back wool. He gave him that wool that's already colored. And the question is as follows: Do we say there's an enhancement of the spices on the wool, meaning the color? is something tangible. And therefore, he's giving him back his uh, colors plus his wool. Or do we say that there's no enhancement of the coloring or the, the spices on the wool? And he's only giving him back the wool. He never gave him back the spices, meaning even though it's colored, but still, you, you didn't give the spices back because it's not there anymore. But the Gemara asks, But you could always say, the fact that he took the wool, mixed it with the spices, made a nice uh, colorful wool, he should be patur from paying the, for the coloring because he enhanced the wool. He's giving him back wool that's more expensive now. This used to be white wool, now it's uh, black or red or green, yellow, whatever it is, uh, wool. And that should be as if he's paying him for it. So the Gemara responds, La tzaricha, dezal We're talking about a situation where colored clothing went down in price. So the enhancement that happened wasn't big of a deal. Actually, it wasn't even worth what he stole. 
the only chidush would be is that if we're saying there's enhancement on the clothing, then when you return the clothing, you return the wool, it's like you return both. Another way to understand the question is, Let's say he stole a monkey, he colored the monkey. There's no enhancement when you color a monkey. It's just a monkey at the end of the day. So the question is, if the, the color is actually something that when you give back the monkey, then it's like, and you, it's like you also give back the, the color. But if the enhancement of the color is nothing, then you have to also return him the spices to make a color. Now that's the way Rashi explains it. Tosfot explains uh, kofa as ugly, like a monkey. So you colored something so bad, you did it in such an ugly manner that there was no enhancement. And that's the question. When you're giving it back, is it like you're giving two things, or you're giving back one thing? You still all for the color. Rabina Amar Rabina explains the question as follows: asking, What are we dealing with? Kigon the wool belongs to one person, and the color, the dye, belongs to someone else. And a monkey came and colored that wool with these uh, with these spices, with the with this color. So yes, Do we say that there's the enhancement of the spices on the wool? Where the owner of the color, the dye. Says to the owner of the wool, okay, can I please have my uh, spices? Can I please have my color because you, it, it, they belong to me? Or maybe we say that there's no enhancement on the wool. And the owner of the wool says, listen, you don't have anything by me. It's nothing real, it's nothing tangible. So Tashema. We said if a article of clothing has been dyed with uh, fruits of orla, fruits within the first three years, which is supposed to burn. So you have to burn the entire shirt. Alma, hazuta miltai. What do we understand from here? That just looking at something or just the appearance of something is something and therefore you have to burn it. So that's the proof that it's something tangible. Amarava, but Rabat doesn't like this proof. But by orla, the Torah prohibited a benefit that you could even see to the eye. The Pasuk says in the first three years, you're not allowed to eat them. Okay, you're not allowed to eat them. How do I know that you're not allowed to have any benefit? And you cannot color with it. You can't even use the oil to light a candle. It says the word orla three times. The rabot et kulam is coming to include every possible way. You're not allowed to have any benefit. And Tosafot explains uh, the difference uh, between coloring and lighting. In coloring, the isur is always there. By lighting, the isur is getting burnt away. Rabbeinu Tam explains that the, the coloring with uh, with uh, fruits is we're talking about uh, fruits that people don't usually color with uh, grapes or uh, figs or pomegranates. No one usually colors with those. But back to the Gemara, the Gemara tries a different proof. If someone colored a, let's say a shirt, with the shells of fruits that are sure to have benefit from on the Shemitah year, you have to burn the shirt. 
And the reason it would be asur, uh, she explained, is because the Torah only allowed people to eat those fruits and not to use it for business. And when coloring, then you're, you're going to use it for business. And even if it's not for business, you're going to leave the fruit after the time you're supposed to burn the fruit. By Shemitah year, once there's no more fruits uh, of that type for the animals to eat, then whatever you have in the house, you have to get rid of, you have to burn. So uh, this shirt you're not planning to get rid of, and therefore it's asur to uh, to color with shevi'it fruits. But the Gemara says shani atam over there is different by shevi'it. It says by the fruits of shevi'it tehe, meaning as is always going to be, no matter what the situation. Therefore, even just the appearance of it is still asur. Now Rabba brought up a question. Tanan, we learned in a Mishnah, if someone colored an article of clothing with the shells of orla fruits, you have to burn the shirt. So I'm understanding from that Mishnah that appearance is something. It, it, it's something tangible, otherwise you wouldn't burn it. Or mean he. The problem is I have a braita. It says, a quarter log of blood that comes out of a dead person is metame, just as if it's a part of the tame himself. It's like a kazait from a dead person. When it comes to the uh, the blood, it's a quarter. So if there's a quarter log of uh, blood somewhere in, in a cup in the house, the whole house is tame. And if anyone touches it, then he's tame also. So, if a quarter log of, of blood which was absorbed into the floor of the house, habay tameh, the house is tameh, everything in the house is tameh. Ve'amila, and some say habay tahor, and some say the house is tahor. Ve'lap, again, there's no machloket. Ha'bekelim dehavum ha'ikara. When we said that everything in the house is tameh, that's uh, that's utensils that were in the house uh, from before. They probably were tameh before the blood was absorbed into the ground. Ha, when we say that the the kelim, the utensils are not tameh, that's bekelim de atule basof. That's uh, that's uh, clothing and utensils that we brought in later. Nivlea bichsut. If the blood was absorbed into a, a article of clothing, let's say shirt. Nivlea bichsut. So let's say the blood was absorbed into a shirt. Roim. If we do laundry to the shirt and the blood comes out and we see that a rivi'it of blood came out, then it's tameh. Meaning we put a bucket of water and we do the laundry. If afterwards we see that it grew by a rivi'it, the amount of water in the bucket grew by a rivi'it, then you know that's the blood, and therefore it's a rivi'it of blood that's metameh. If it didn't reach a rivi'it, then you know, you know there wasn't enough blood, and it's not tameh. Ve'im lav, and if you don't have a rivi'it, then tehora. However, the shirt itself is tameh. Why? Because when it originally touched the blood, it probably touched the rivi'it, and therefore it's tameh. Now, unless then a rivi'it comes out, you see the house is tahor, you see that it's not something that is tangible. If it's going to come out, then it's tangible, and then everything's tameh. If you can't get it out, it's not tangible, and everything's tahor. So, bottom line is, in regards to tum'am, just the appearance is not something tangible, and in regards to orla, it is. So, over here, this sugya was uh, was not talking about the regular blood that's asur. 
in regards to Tum'at Ohel from the Torah, we're not talking about a Deoraita blood. Rather, we're talking about Bedam Tebusa de Rabbanan. We're talking about blood. We're not sure when it came out of the deceased. Was it before he died or after he died? Which is only a derabanan, meaning if it came out after death, it's tameh deoraita. If it came out while he's alive, he's ta- it's tahor from the Torah. And comes derabanan says if you're not sure when, it's going to be tameh derabanan. And that's why in this uh, specific case where we were lenient, we're talking about blood. We're not even sure if it's tameh or not. So it's a safek derabanan. And if you can't get it out, we're just going to say it's not tangible and leave it alone. Next, here's another question from Rabah. Rabah Rameh. Tanan, we learned in regards to Mimin Hatsovain, a species of uh, plants that are used for dyes. Sefihe Satim Bekotza Yesh Lahem Sefihim are uh, vegetables, fruits, uh, plants that grew on their own unintentionally. So, uh, wood, safflower, they used for dyes, blue, yellow, red, indigo, whatever it is. Yesh lem shevi'it, they have a din of shemitah, you're not allowed to uh, sell them during the shemitah year. And if they were sold, the money, they also have a din of shevi'it. Yen yesh lehen bi'ur, and you have to burn them, meaning when the time comes, uh, there's no more of that uh, fruit, vegetable, or species in the in the field for the animals to eat, you have to get rid of it from your house. Again, you have to burn the money also. If you sold it, then you have to take the money and burn it as well. Now, we understand from here that wood has the anyan of Kedushat Shiv'it. There is an Isur of Shemitah. Or Minhi, the problem is we have a bright that If someone piled up the leaves of reeds or, the, or grape leaves, if you pile them up and you put them in the storage for the winter, if you, you gathered them, you piled them up so your animal could eat, then there's a sur of shivit because they're meant for eating. But if you're using it for firewood, there's no problem with with shemitah issues. So when the time comes, you don't have to get rid of it. So on one hand, you see that wood doesn't have this anyan of kedushat shivit. Yet, when it comes to the species used for dyes, we're saying there is a, a, a isur of shevi'it in them. So the Gemara explains, Umshani Rabbah himself answered, Amar kera le'ochla, the Pasuk says in regards to shevi'ita, Va'ayita Shabbat aslachem le'ochla, Be'mishahanato bi'uro shavin, we're saying, it's only if you destroy this item through the the benefit, meaning eating, drinking, how do you get rid of it? How do you destroy it? By eating or drinking it. That's with fruits and vegetables. Yet, we're coming to exclude, not include wood. The benefit from wood is after you burn them. How does wood go? You first burn it. It becomes charcoal. Now you can use charcoal to bake with. So it's a two-step process. And because it's a two-step process, so the deen of shivirit does not apply to it. On the other hand, when it comes to all these species used for dyes, how do you enjoy them? How do you enjoy it the way they're being destroyed. You put the flower in the pot, the pot uh, destroys the flower and takes the dye. And therefore, there is a deen of shavirit in those flowers. But the Gemara has a question, what about olive, uh, olive tree branches? 
People use the olive tree branches for light, and it's getting ruined, it's getting destroyed while the benefit is happening. So the Gemara explains, Amarava, Usually wood is meant for burning, not for light. And therefore, they have the same rules as all wood, and they, they don't have a din of shevi'it. You cannot compare that to uh, flowers and stems and, and vegetables that are used for coloring, because the whole point of them is for the dye. But when it comes to uh, the leaves of reeds or the grape leaves and things like that that are meant to eat, and they're also meant to burn, therefore the, the Kedushar all depends on what they were planning to use it for. If you meant to feed it to your animals, okay, then you have to get rid of it. If you meant to just use it for firewood, then we're going to treat it as firewood. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.